Welcome to the Sound of Movement podcast. Today we are wrapping up a week on training psychology and we are going to be talking about the difference between people who are outcome focused versus people who are process focused. This is far more powerful than you could ever imagine and if you want to achieve real success this year, you're going to want to tune in. Like Vasquez said in Aliens, let's rock. If you're new to the tribe, we've got Rich behind the mix. Rad and Nalesh are across the table. My name is Yanni Bormeister, and together we are Unity Gym and ADPT Physio, experts at turning driven people into athletes. This episode is brought to you by the Unified Movement System, the only online program effectively balancing strength, flexibility, and fitness so you can unleash your inner athlete. Get daily coaching by yours truly, plus our epic foundations prep program and revolutionary structural balance blueprint to create your ideal programs and optimize your performance. Remember, Tribe is a valued listener. You can use the link in the description to get your first month free. There is nothing better than a freemium. Before we get started, warm welcome to you. If you are on the live stream in the UMS Movement Mastermind Facebook group, leave a comment. We'll send you some love. Remember, anyone can join this group and interact with us. And lastly, special shout out to a YouTube athlete catching the replay. Hit the like button to support the channel. And of course, subscribe if you like what you see. How are we today, folks? Oh well. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Ready for the weekend. TGIF. TGIF. Just wrapped up a wicked deadlift session. Richie out there smashing a few hundred kilos around like it's nothing. And me on my snatch grip deficit deadlifts rehabbing my back uh, injury on 60 kilos. <laughs> but I did do 10 sets with disgustingly slow eccentric tempo from a deficit which makes it much harder. So I'm trying to emanciate myself here. Uh, so today, uh, this is, a, this is a, a somewhat of a wrap up from this week's discussion, but we're really talking about something that is very, very important. And it's something that Rad, uh, just by nature, um, does extremely well. Uh, I think even more than myself. Um, I don't know about Richie. No, no one really outdoes Richie on anything. Uh, but... Um, it is, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's very, very important. And it's, it's the reason why I think uh, great people and, and, and masters in, in uh, their field become masters. You know, they, they, they are able to really hack the psychology around what they're doing. Uh, we're calling it training psychology here because it's an it's a exercise podcast. Uh, and become process focused. So why don't you explain exactly what that means? Well, I'm lucky enough that I was that I chose a good uh, Kung Fu teacher when I was younger. And um, besides all the physical things that I got out of Kung Fu, the, you know, I think the biggest things that have stayed with me are the, are the lessons around discipline. And my teacher used to always talk to me about this, but he didn't describe it the way we did. He used to, <coughs> he used to the way that he used to describe it to me, he'd say, don't, don't worry about what you're feeling. You know, when you're doing your training, don't worry about whether you want to train or whether you don't want to train. You, you just do it, and you just you you, uh, you just get it done. And I'll this is going back over 20 years now. I never forget this the way that he described this to me one day, and I was you know kind of expressing that it was hard for me to stay consistent with what I was doing or anything like that. And he said to me, he looked at the at the academy that we were in, and he said, you know, when we moved in here, this place had recovered from a fire, and it was a polished floor with a carpet on top of it, looking, um, as in not laid carpet, but like a like almost like a massive rug, so you could still see the polished floor around the edges. 
Um, and he said, when I got here, I had to sand the entire floor back and then polish it because it was all fire damaged. And he said, if I looked at the whole floor ahead of me, I never would have got it done because it was such a big job. So all I did was just look down at the little bit that was under my feet and got down on my hands and knees and I did it. And then I moved on to the next bit and I did that. And then when I got to the end and I could see there was only this last two or three square meters, that was when I looked back and went, oh, wow, look at that. Look at all that I've done. And that analogy really, really means a lot if you really think about it because so many people, you know, when you have your goal and you look at everything that's laid out ahead of you, um, it's really, really easy to just give up on it. Um, or if you have a goal or an outcome that you want to achieve and you haven't achieved it yet, if you focus on the outcome, all you can see is, well, I don't have that outcome. So if I don't have that outcome, well, this is crap. You know, I'm doing all this stuff and I don't have the outcome. And, you know, the way that I learned it and the way that I've adopted it and the way that I've since then had many other great teachers explain the same thing in their own version of it is that... You know, the goal or the outcome is what gets you started, and it is important. It's because because without an outcome, you don't you don't have a direction. You know, like you need the outcome because what you know, even when you're process focused, without an outcome, you don't know if you're heading in the right direction with it. So, but then once you've got that outcome, and once you've got that you know that goal, that focus point, you you detach from it, and you just focus on the process of what you need to do to get there, and that's what a good program does. Um, and it, that doesn't have to just be in uh, physical training that can be in business in anything you know you 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 reverse engineer your goal your outcome down into into goals into tasks into a program a daily program a weekly program a mesocycle whatever it is but then you just focus on just that and you detach from the outcome and this is where so many people go wrong you know and the funniest funniest thing when it comes to physical training and physical capabilities is that old oh you're just you've just got good genetics or you've just got you're just gifted, you know, and that's that overnight success syndrome. Really, yeah, and and that and that's where Nilesh has read this book. He was he was quoting it recently, but that's where Angela Duck, Duckworth's grit, where it all comes in. It's effort over talent every time. Yeah, the people that have achieved the most in the world, when you if you put if you put a thousand high achievers into a bucket, the majority of them weren't actually the talented people mm. when they started off. The majority of them were actually not very talented. But they had greater effort, greater work ethic, greater ability to focus on the process. Uh, and that's what got them there. And I saw that when I was teaching Kung Fu for, for over a decade at my academy. The people that would come in, I'll, I'll never forget, there was a couple of people. One of my students, his name was Alex. I can't remember his last name. But he joined with three of his mates. And they were, they were all teenagers. They would have been 15 or 16. And he was the one out of the group that I would say was was probably the, the least coordinated, that was the least gifted with it, that I thought in my mind, I oh, he's really not going to get good at this. But guess what? Six months later, he was the only one that was left. And three or four years later, he'd actually achieved something noteworthy. He mm. was he was good at Kung Fu. He could do it because he'd stuck it out. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I think you see that really well in athletes. The outcome is them giving a vision. The vision is being one you want to make. A for footy, yeah, gridiron, NFL, whatever it is, and then they start getting into the processes. How do I get there? Yeah, that's when those little mini goals come in, or little hurdles across, or your which tile am I going to polish, and how many yeah. tiles do I polish? Yeah. By the end of it, you turn around, your vision's there. You're playing A for football. Yeah. That's how I see it in my field. So it's yeah. interesting how you bring that analogy up. Yeah, I had a, a, a personal experience, and and I I'm I love Angela's book. I also love um, Malcolm Gladwell's book on um, outliers. 
which you know I tend to think that these successful people it's two it's a combination of two things or, or, or usually uh, the grit and then also the influence that they have you know and a good example of that for me recently was um, Tim Zhu uh, who I I uh, watched uh, at a state trial boxing when when I was in my early twenties and he would have been early teens. And I remember thinking, yeah, I've seen a lot better. I just, for some reason, thought that him being Costa Zoo's son, he would just be some naturally stupendously gifted boxer. But he looked quite average at that stage, you know, just your everyday, you know, 14 or 15-year-old kid having a good crack at it. And I'm now following his career very closely because he is phenomenal. Like, he is displaying really high levels of skill now, you know. So it's obvious that... You know, he has just worked his ass off and um, and stuck with it. And he's got that influence. He's come from mm-hmm. a, a boxing family with, with a, fa- a father who was one of the greatest of all time. So, you know, quitting for him probably wasn't an option, you know. <laughs> and I think a lot of professional athletes have some sort of influence like that. But, you know, as far as bringing it back to our discussion here, uh, I'm interested to um, hear more about how a professional athlete approaches this sort of thing because I'm sure you guys... <laughs> have a goal of winning the premiership, you know, and I mean, every team would, your, your goal is to win the premiership. It's very clear. You know, you, you don't go, you don't set a goal to be wooden spooners or mid, middle of the uh, ladder. You want to yeah. make the finals. I don't know how, how you would chunk it down. You know, maybe it's like, let's make the top eight and then let's work on, you know, there, or do you just shoot for the stars and go, no, we want to win the, the minor premiership. And then we want to win the premiership. And then how do you become process focused and get it done? Yeah, I think using the cost of example is really good because most our obviously all our athletes, coaches, and staffing have that vision to win a premiership or get to you know October Queen's um, Queen's birthday weekend with the grand final. It's, but I think it's broken down round by round. It's funny no one looks at October um, in January or February. They're worried yeah. about March fourteenth or twenty third, yeah. first round one. Okay, cool. Round one's done. Yep, we lost. Cool. Okay. So, what are we doing round two? How are we changing our processes to yep. get what we need to get to? Yep. And then round two is done. It's just, it's funny. In in football and AFL at, at the Giants, it's a week to week process. Yep. Yeah. No one's talking about September right now. Yeah, That's their yeah, goal. Right. Everyone wants to get ready for September, October yep. finals. Yeah. It's a week to week. Okay. We're playing the Bulldogs tonight. Yeah. What are we doing differently to get on top of it this yep. week versus last week? So, yep. and that's the big difference. Um, week to week, not like. You know, like you highlighted, we want to lose this much or do this much. It's and you fine tune your skills and you work on the finer details. Yeah, we got up a win last week against the Swans. What are we doing different to continue that run this yeah. week? How many, and it changes um, week to week. How many AFL players? Do, and do you even know the answer to this? Came from uh, a, a really wealthy um, family from upbringing. Do you think do, do many of them come from that, or, or do um, and most of them come more from the sticks and battlers? It's fifty-fifty. Um, there's a high percentage of private school boys um, yeah. that should spell most of how mm. they've grown up. Um, yeah. But then there's a high percentage of like country Victoria, country like mm. Wagga, yeah. just fine boys. Yeah. So it's a big contrast. Yeah, but yeah. then you also do see how they put everything together and how they focus on things. Your country boys, simple, easy. Just want to play footy. Yeah, yeah. You know, you bring in the gym. They just like they just want to lift. Yeah, no numbers focus. Yeah. They just get it done. It's a big contrast, and it goes against this conversation. Of it. <laughs> yeah. But then you bring the private school boys in, and they're like, okay, cool. Um, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. This is the coach I've had. Oh, yeah. cool. This guy's coaching us. This is what we want. So it's mm. a big contrast. Mm. Yeah. But ultimately, right. um, you put both of them together, you get a good process tick over 
mm. in a team and they all work really well. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think um, I think the uh, a big issue that a lot of people have is there's so many distractions in in today's world, right? Like if you if you have a, a mobile phone, a smartphone, then you're just fighting distractions all the time, and it is hard to stay focused. Like my my constant battle for me with my own training is to not look at my phone during my training sessions. I find it really, really hard because there's always so many things going on and you know that you've just done... And there's always there are so many good reasons and there's a whole bunch of shit reasons as well. You know, you just want to troll social media or whatever. But it's really hard to find that time when it is time to focus on the process and just tune out from everything else and give it a go. And it's... Um, I mean, it is, as Yanni said, it's something that I've done better than, um, better than most people. And I don't know. I just... I think for me... I could have achieved so much more if I didn't if I didn't squander my teenage years and my twenties. I know I could have physically at least anyway. I know I could have, um, but that in itself has strength to it because now that I'm older, I'm very very aware of what happens if you if you just stuff around and you don't um, you know you don't do what we're talking about now. And because of that, and because I had a good teacher when I was younger, and I've had contrasts and seen. Well, you know where it gets you when you don't uh, get things right. I'm just a lot more driven and and, yeah. and focused now, and that gives me that ability to, you know, just get it done. Yeah. So now for the last five or six minutes of the discussion, uh, I want to talk really specifically about what process focus means in the realm of uh, physical performance, so movement mastery and uh, physique management. Um, and I have a lot of friends who are bodybuilders and uh, physique models, and that's sort of the, the you know I grew up with boxers and bodybuilders basically, you know, and a bit of so- I played a bit of soccer and rugby league when I was much younger. But um, the you know the one thing I noticed with the physique and bodybuilders is that they are so process focused, everything macro tracking with their food, with their calories, with their uh, their macros, you know, carbs, uh, proteins, and fats. Everything's monitored. Everything either goes nowadays into an app uh, or into a spreadsheet. They're methodical with it. They're methodical with their training and their and, and, and their training sessions and their recovery and their you know everything. And it's very almost is narcissistic the word, the best word or is it selfish? It's a selfish existence. You know, I find it very difficult when a professional bodybuilder starts to have kids and have a family to, to manage that because you have to be to be at the the top. You know, I'm not I'm not um, telling saying that bodybuilders are are all assholes or anything. Mm. I'm just saying that, but to perform at that level. You have to be so focused on what you're doing. It's very hard to prioritize any, anything else, you know. And that kind of is the same for professional athletes, I'd imagine, you know. Um, it's just so much about you and, and, and your journey and what you're doing. You have to get everything right. You have to get your recovery right. You can't have sleepless nights unless you've got a new baby at home, you know. you just And they do it, you know, but it certainly takes its toll. And, um, and so to be process-focused... When you're not really aware of this, you know, there you're out there measuring your body fat every day, or, or stepping on the scales every day, or looking at how your handstand goes in comparison to just practicing the handstand and comparing yourself to other people. It becomes really demotivating. Whereas when you just focus on those first three sta- stages that we've outlined in our health hierarchy, 
you know, make sure that you revisit your goals. Make sure that your goals are still important to you. Make sure that your why is front of mind always to help you stay driven. You, 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 so you're really, really motivated all the time to make sure that you get things done. You're not always going to be highly motivated, but you will practice grit and you'll overcome psychological barriers that come and go with, um, w- with the vicissitudes of life, you know. And then you're really focused on the right nutrition to support yourself and the right training to support yourself, you know, and recovery and everything else that comes into that. When you really start to focus on those things, all of the other stuff just happens. And we keep saying this all like so many times we've said it and we'll keep saying it. We'll keep beating this drum. The physique and the mastery come when you focus on those processes, when you focus on your getting all that, uh, that boring stuff right. But it really does. And this is what the pros are doing. You know, as Nilesh has said, they're not focused on the the, the um, September. They're not focused on um, you know uh, uh, the big end goal. And and you know, I don't think uh, you know Ronnie Coleman and and um, and Phil Heath and all these guys are just focused on standing on the Olympia stage when they're doing a workout. You know, and winning. They're, you know, they're they're probably focused on their damn workout, yeah. <laughs> every rep, every set, the tempo. You know, they're, what they're going to eat, uh, how they're going to sleep, what they're going to do to recover, you know. And, and that's not to say that you don't revisit your goals often. I'm saying that's part of the daily process, you know. I, we, I read affirmations every day that are aligned with my goals. And I re- review my goals regularly, you know. But when I come to the gym and I'm doing a workout, I'm not thinking about that. You know, when I'm shopping on the weekend, I'm focused on how am I going to fill my, my, my cupboards with healthy food and how am I going to eliminate the shit. So that as the discussion went yesterday, we're not distracted or inclined to eat shit because it's there in the house, you know. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm focused on trying to figure out what vicissitudes means. <laughs> never heard that before. Never Ups and downs, undulations. <laughs> never heard of it. Yeah. I, I, I smiled and nodded. <laughs> 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 Johnny did look at me. Oh, no. that's hilarious. No, the natural it, vicissitudes of life. You've never heard no. that say. Oh, hit us up in the comments if you've heard that before. For God's sake. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm right. going to. I'm right, going to well, Google it. That's, uh, that's all we've got time for today. We're going to go over to our UMS online coaching uh, group to wrap up the week of coaching. Thanks for tuning in, everyone, and we'll see you next week. Take care. See you guys. Health is about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there. It's not the intensity. There's no shortcut to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. The gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.